0: In 1972, a crack commando unit was sent to a liturgical prison by a canonical court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a maximum security diocesan stockade to the ecclesial underground. Today, still wanted by the Vatican, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, then you should listen to Liber Cristo War College. Welcome to Wednesday War College, Jess Romero, Dr. Dan Schneider, two-man two man vehicle here, and we are here to bring you to the best of uh, spiritual warfare in light of 2,000 years of Catholic thought. Hey, Dan, I want to congratulate you because you are about to come out with a book that's going to have a major impact on the Catholic Church. Here's what Dan has done. Uh, Dan has taken... The theology of Father Chad Ripperger, the uh, foremost exorcist on planet Earth, his book Dominion, and and a lot of people are intimidated of that book. I get it, you know, five hundred and seventy-five pages, you know, six font footnotes. I get being intimidated. Dan has taken that book, and he's redacted it and made it user friendly for lay people, and it's coming out soon. It's on print. It's on Tan's Printing Press. So, they're teasing us. It's coming out any week now. Dan, what can you tell us about this manual? What's the name of the book? And tell us a little bit about the contents of the manual.
1: Yeah, so the the book is uh, The Libra Cristo Method, a manual, uh, a field manual for spiritual warfare. I was just talking to the publisher this morning. They just got their their publishing. uh, copies this morning, and they they had it. I got a picture of it. It's pretty cool. It's pretty meaty. It looks like a big chunk of steak, which which is kind of <laughs> what I like. This is this is red meat Catholicism, red meat uh, 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 spiritual warfare. We've kind of taken Father's thoughts in Dominion, and we've and I've condensed them down into a twelve step program, twelve lessons. So we're using it already to good success with our teams in the field. But we're all, but 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 I've also wrote a design for the parish priest in mind. This is a book that you can hand out to your parishioners and say you need to work on this because what we're finding, and what Father has found again, he mentions this in his introduction to the book. He wrote a, he wrote the introduction to the book. You know, the year several years ago they did statistics and they had 600 inquiries for for deliverance for exor- that wanting exorcism from across the country. Now it's probably three times that. This was about five six years ago before COVID. And of the 600, they had 100 and they had 450 uh, actually were, were cases of, of 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 high level obsession or real cases, not psychological. And then of those of the of those 150 actually matriculated matriculated and had the 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 willpower to to go through the protocol and find deliverance. The other the other 300 said, "I, I want an easier. Just lay hands on me, so I can go back to my pagan life." Right. And then, but of the <laughs> original six hundred, only three were actually possessed three cases of actual possession and so the book is designed not just for what we're using with Libra Christer teams we've got teams all over the country but we're but it's also designed for the for the individual to pick up and walk himself or herself through to find principles for spiritual warfare. I lay out the 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 weapons, the rules of engagement. Uh, I use uh, Rogers' rules for Rangers, which is the uh, the primitive document that U.S. Army Rangers and Special Forces to this day still use. How how do those principles apply? Because what we're finding is that that this principle is true. And this is from Kyle. Kyle says that we fight an ancient enemy, and the ancient weapons are best. And so this shows you how to tap into the ancient weapons of prayer, sacrament. How to make a deep dive confession. How how to, how the Blessed Mother, her integral, her, her, her most important role not just a side role but her central role in fact she's lesson number six the virgin mary the lady in blue and so i'm just walking people through that they can use this for their own uh, um self-deliverance but also to use it to increase their catechesis one one uh uh, um, parish priest had had such good uh uh, work with this he had a case for example and he's usually working this like the beta version and this guy that that was the case was like, I'm not becoming Catholic. I'm not Catholic. My wife's jacked up. That's not my problem. And after about a year, they, they, they he finally said, All right, I'll, I'll take a look at what you got. So our one of our team runs runs him through. He reads the first two lessons. He goes to his parish priest. This is a traditional uh, Latin Mass parish. He goes to the parish priest, knocks on the door, and says, I demand to be baptized. I want to be baptized. I want part of this uh, because he gets it. This appeals to 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 men especially. But it also appeals to women that are serious about going deep in in the spiritual life, and so uh, and and so this priest actually used this manual as a catechetical tool to and and supplemented a little bit and used it to bring him into the church. So so it's a it's a broad based weapon that uh, a tool implement that you can use in the field for many things. The principal design is to use for for self deliverance, but you got to learn the learn the, the landscape of the battlefield because a lot of catholics don't know what what uh, what resources are available how do we tap into those and so if we don't know what the catholic resources are what do we do we jump into the protestant resources and grab things from the charismatic protestant type uh, uh, modalities which simply uh they might have some effectiveness but they're not sustaining long term in the battle
0: that's right because dan they're, they're they more appeal to the emotions and the passions than they actually do uh they don't they don't heal the interior soul i mean you need sacramental grace. You need you need to, the person to restore to return to a life of a state of grace, a life of prayer, uh, for for the soul uh, to be healed and to get back in a right relationship with God. Right. I mean, if, if people just if you come over to my house and I pray over you in Jesus' name, there's going to be some effect because I have faith. I have faith. Uh, today's gospel at mass, you know, anything you ask in my name, you know, Jesus Christ says that He'll do it. There's going to be some power if a lay person prays for you in Jesus' name. Uh, especially if they're in a state of grace, they they have some power, but they don't have. Here's the issue, and here's where Dad Dan shows lay Catholics in this book is there's a whole authority structure, and and, and just to just to make it very clear, uh, if if your kids live at home with you, you can tell your kids go hey go and mow the lawn, go and uh, take out the trash. Let me see you tell the next door neighbor kid hey can you come over here and take out my trash and mow my lawn? See what the next door neighbor kid tells you. Uh, and so that's what, that, Dan, that's what the liberal crystal model is teaching us is we have to stay in our lane and God will operate very powerfully if you stay within your lane of authority. Because I've, yeah, no, I've seen it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I, you and I have both seen this very, very effectively in the field that that the demon responds to, to the imposition of order as well as to the the authority structure, which is why we, we get such resistance. And a really modern, modern washed and in, in radical feminism. I'm not talking about authentic womanism. I've got a whole my doctoral thesis was just published this month as well. Eve was named an apostle and I walk through um the f- foundation of 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 woman in the gospel of John through the lens of the of the woman, the Virgin Mary. We're not talking about authentic womanhood; we're talking about radical feminism and 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 we're awash in that ecclesially society we're awash in this radical feminism and and we we it's hard for us to understand the authority structure anything that 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 is the assertion of priestly authority is just is just oh no, that's just clericalism anything there's an assertion of right authority in the home as the father's head of household, oh no, that's just patriarchy. this is the society we're living in, so again. Kyle the cowboy says it very clearly, we fight an ancient enemy and the ancient weapons are best. The enemy knows these rules. Just like our enemy in Iraq, uh, 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 when we went in, I went in a desert storm, tank on tank, big on big, we we absolutely annihilated. Our technology, uh, uh, skill set, uh, training uh, was so far superior to the Iraqis. It was an absolute disaster. With 48 hours, it was over. So what did they do? They didn't say, oh, gee, I guess you guys beat us. I guess we'll just submit. What does the enemy do? They regroup. They take off their uniforms. They start using women and children they, uh, as shields, human shields, and they bring the fight into the streets uh, a light intensity conflict, door to door, door kicking, walking our troops into kill zones. They went primitive on us. And so, yeah, there was some effect with the charismatic renewal in the early days of the renewal because nobody was doing this. While the charismatics were out there doing this stuff, you know, the theologians in, in the Vatican and, and the idea in Rome. I just edited the remorse book on this, uh, a biography of his. Um, the the mentality back then was oh if you even thought about the devil you were you didn't talk about the devil as a real person the devil was just a a concept an idea uh, uh, that embodied the 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 evil that exists in every man's heart he's not a real reality that's not doctrine the doctrine of the church is he's a real person it's not just a an idea or a concept and so so the charismatics were were doing these things and what meanwhile the hierarchy of the church and the, and, the, and the and the scholars were like oh no all that stuff's medieval piety. And so, but now the enemy has adjusted, and as we as we cover, uncover on this show, the enemy is coming out full full throated. He's not hiding anymore. Satanic groups and schools. Oh, the whole ch- one out of four children now identify. Sure. One out of four children I read in LifeSite News recently. One out of four American children identified as non non not non, gender nonconforming. One out of four of our children. So, and so the enemy is moving, and he's going primitive on us. He's going. He's going. He's going ancient on us, and he's going house to house. He's going. He, warfare. So, so the army. When I was there, the artillery was one of the major parts of the army. And now, I don't know if the field artillery even exists anymore because it's now hand to hand combat. And this is what the spiritual landscape has taken place. It's kind of mirroring, ironically, our own our own military battles against against the evil of Islam and this uh, uh, radical Islam in this world. And so, so that's kind of what we do. We're going back to primitive principles. This is how you battle the enemy we go back to those first principles of Roman Catholicism who's been battling the enemy from the beginning.
0: Dan, well, I can't wait till this book. Uh, I can't wait till it comes out because one of the things I do want to give the charismatics credit for the charismatic renewal is even father Ripperger says that they do take angels and demons seriously. Uh, yeah. where a lot, where a yeah. lot of the modernists were a lot of the modernists. Like you said, they were saying this stuff is medieval poppycock, but no, the charismatics, they, they did hold the line, Dan, and they were saying very early on, no, angels and demons exist. And they were and they were trying to maneuver their way through spiritual warfare. But since there was nothing out there like your book or dominion, something with, with, with that much meat, uh, they just kind of borrowed some of the some of the modalities from our Protestant uh, brethren. And some of them, again, because of the denial of the ministerial priesthood, uh, some of these uh, some of these modalities uh Go against Catholic teaching and are actually dangerous. Hey, we'll be right We're back. Just to
1: bring back. Yeah, bring back the yeah. Catholic norms. This, this, so That's we right. can do this. Safely.
0: Amen. We'll be right back. Uh, Wednesday War Call with Jess Romero, Dan Schneider. We're going to talk about liquid death. What's that all about? Wednesday War College. Just yes, remember, Dan Schneider, my brother Dan Schneider here is coming out with a book that's going to rock the Catholic world. Dan, what's the title, and when do you think yeah. people will be yeah, able to you, start? You pre-order? can go
1: online to to it's, it's the Liber Cristo method uh, field manual for spiritual combat. You can go to Tan's webpage. You can pre-order it with a twenty percent discount. Um, it's uh, it's it's like I said. They've come out. It's a leatherette version. The first version. It's like a big chunk. Of, it's like a big ribeye and, and uh that uh, Pittsburgh style. You know what Pittsburgh style steak is, right? They 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 blacken it, but it's nice and 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 rare and red in the middle, but blackened on the outside. This is the Pittsburgh style steak mm. of red meat Catholicism. That's how I would probably uh pitch it in an elevator, uh in a in a blue-collar assembly. Okay. So but but it's well documented. It's got the uh, Nihal Nihil Um, so it's clean doctrinally and uh, uh but it's a, a method, a field manual for spiritual combat. You can go to Tan today and order that uh uh um order that book if you would um it's it's a good book and uh tan is by the way tan is a fantastic publisher thanks jesse for the making the connection because we're buddies now um yeah yeah they, they're just they're just good people man you go well, in there th- and
0: terry i told him you gotta meet this guy dan Schneider. you gotta meet him yeah, okay yeah. okay we well, introduce us so yeah i'm yeah. Ha- happy to do so dan yeah
1: yeah, yeah. so hey I, and i think we need to do something on uh uh, answering a lot. We answer so many questions on the email there. I think yeah. we need to do a radio replies, spiritual warfare edition. So all I, the I listeners that listen, asking these questions, uh, ten, 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 ten like the, I think they like the idea. I think we should put this together because there's a lot of people with the same questions. You know, if you have, uh, 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 you know, in, in the old days in politics, Ronald Reagan said, for every, for every hand you shake, you get 11 votes, right? So mm-hmm. for every baby you kiss, every hand you shake, that, that counts as 11 votes according to their data back in the day. So every time we get an email asking about uh, uh, Chucky dolls, asking about the difference between haunted houses uh, uh, versus you know a diabolic diabolic versus a purgative soul infestation place, uh, uh, you know um, yeah these are haunt- the they're the recurring all this questions. stuff we answer these yeah. but we need to put this in a format for everybody to see well
0: well that that'll be next Dan I promise I'll send you uh I'll send you what I've got uh, which is about four hundred questions we've answered hey Dan, yeah, I know let, let yeah. me ask you uh. Give me a synopsis of this, uh, I guess this guy's a what is he, a musician? Uh, Travis Barker becomes Liquid Death. Uh, yeah. Let me, let me just read a little bit here. Uh, remember Liquid Death, the Can Mountain Water Company we told you about back in the spring? They're, uh, they're, they love rock and metal fans and, and just in time for October and Halloween season. So this article was written back in 2019. They've got a whole batch of water that has been officially cursed by a real witch doctor. This certified curse stock is exclusive to October and promises to transform you into a magnet for demons. Man, they're not even hiding it no more, Dan. So if you didn't figure out your Halloween costume yet, there you go. You can be a demon magnet. You don't even need to buy a physical costume. Just drink a can of liquid death and fill yourself with unholy spirits. Just a heads up. You might you might want to be wary of the dude in the priest costume at the party we're going to. In the video below, Mystic Dylan. Okay, so he's a mystic. We looked him up. The dude is it says the dude is a legitimate witch doctor. He scribbles some sigils on the floor and performs a ritual, levying the powerful curse upon the unsuspecting batch of mountain water. Yeah, yeah, Fiji might be Earth's finest water, but it. But if it won't actually lead to a genuine demonic possession, what has their water actually done for you lately? It's kind of making some sarcasm here, being sarcastic. We know you're probably wondering, demonic possession sounds like a blast, but I've got poop to do. Am I cursed forever? (laughs) Fortunately, you weren't. Liquid Death sells a spell for just 99 cents that undoes everything. Wow. You should have right? put, yeah, put this in your book. This is how you get rid of a spell. Go to a liquid death. Yeah,
1: just get, you know, forget reading my book. Just go down there just for go, a buck. Exactly. You can undo everything. Yeah, yeah. There you go. What was um, I thinking?
0: And exact, you blew it, Dan. You blew it. You yeah. spent two years of your life, uh, and you, you could have just went to these guys.
1: I could...
0: it, uh, it says, uh, until you drink another can of cursed water, it's demon season, as the video says. You're thirsty. They're hungry. It all works out. So be the vessel for possession. You always knew you could be. It's way easier than buying a Ouija board. And besides, what the hell does Hashbro even know about demons? They're a pain. You've got to bury the thing in the desert or something to or something to rid yourself of its evils. No, they're poking fun at Catholicism here, Dan.
1: Yeah, they which, are. Oh no, which, they're poking fun of our protocol. Yeah.
0: yeah. Which leads to being thirsty. So when you're drinking liquid liquid death anyway, cut the middleman. Cut the middleman out, huh? Uh, then it says, your Travis Barker spokesman, the, Bl- the Blink 182 drummer, has become the latest hard hitter to serve as a brand ambassador for Liquid Death Mountain Water. But his commercial comes with a twist. He says, what's my secret? How did I marry the woman of my dreams? <clears throat> How have I had such a, su- a successful career in music? Asks a, a nude Barker. With his neither with his nether regions pixelated, and then answering his own questions, professing, "quote I use liquid death mountain water in my bleep." Close quote. Yes, with a little imagination, the article says you can figure out <clears throat> what Travis Barker is talking about. Touting a new enema of the state collectible enema kit, so this is something a little bit different. Playing off of, so they're using
1: they're using cursed waters in. So, yeah, break,
0: break it down, Dan. Break it down. What's yeah? What's going they're, on?
1: they're 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 using curse now. Do you understand the concept of cursed water? Instead of liquid life, right? We in Catholicism, and only in Catholicism, do we see the transference of divine power upon objects like water, um, uh, you know, crucifixes, or we're, we're through the through the authority of the priests. I have my PhD. My Latin and Greek is pretty good. I probably know Latin better than my parish priest. I could read the Latin prayer much better than him. But that doesn't mean if I pray over water, it's just water. But if he, with his sacerdotal uh, uh, charism as priest of the living God, when he prays over it, it conveys the power of God. So the, uh, the blessing of holy water is, is, is a powerful sacramental used in spiritual combat. So this is a direct uh, mockery of holy water where they bring in their priest— and they're black priests, and they do a black ritual, on it, and they curse the water and that in that cursing, prayer begets what it signifies whether it whether it's for the kingdom of God or the kingdom of darkness, so the kingdom of darkness is capitalizing on that, and this is a mockery so now on top of that and the and and the the demon is can never just stop at the weird right what does what does the uh, uh Chesterton Said that the, he talks about the modern and morbid habit of constantly sacrificing the normal to the abnormal. This is what we're seeing here. So it's one thing to say they have they have blessed holy water. We have cursed holy water. Their 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 blessed holy water brings blessings to them and and brings the angelic presence and the presence of Christ in the church through the church. Our holy our brings demons. So it's it's demon. You know, no, they're going to take it and they're going to they're going to insert it as an enema they've always got to go to the abnormal and the absurd. The demon always militates to absurdity. That's another Clement statement. The demon always militates to absurdity and they can't just stop here. If you look at it now, it's becoming water used in an, in a, in a, in in an enema, which is now invoking the bodily very, very specifically in a certain place where the demon's going to hold.
0: And also Dan, it's no wonder that they, they pick that part of the body because again, uh, you know, the whole diabolic is, is always has a fascination with sodomy.
1: Yeah, I know for sure, for sure. And there's been some failed experiments on children trying to try to configure um, that region for sexual purposes uh, uh, and all this gender affirming so-called surgery. So so you see the obsession with 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 deviant sexuality, which is part and parcel of the of the of the of the, the, the occult.
0: And I never heard of this guy. Obviously, I don't, I don't listen to heavy metal. Uh, the guy's name is...
1: You don't listen to heavy metal and look at guys that are that are tatted from their head to their toes?
0: Every part of his body is tatted, Dan. Yeah. He, yeah, he, he definitely needs to have a uh, return to a state of grace and have a Catholic priest decommission those tattoos and then get on the uh, uh, Liber Crystal Protocol so he can deliver. Man, if there's a man afflicted out there, I'm looking at his picture, he's one. And I'll tell you, Dan, it's the devil uses music very powerfully. Uh, Why do I say that? None other than the satanic high priest, Anton LaVey. He's on YouTube. He says, him and his son-in-law, they said that they will subvert humanity using pop culture, most especially through the manipulation of the human mind through music. And propaganda in politics, close quote. Anton Levay and Nicholas Schreck, uh, high priest founder of the Church of Satan, and it's uh, it's no wonder that uh, this guy's a, a you know part of he's a heavy metalist because music yeah. you know when, yeah. once again music it could it could either be uh, it could be it's used either to glorify God but it also could be used to to disorder the passions. Uh, e. Michael Jones has a book where he talks about uh, Dionysius rising, where he talks about disordered music, disorders passions; ordered music orders the passions. And so it's no wonder that you see the heavy metal industry is now pushing Satan. Well, they've been pushing it a long time, but now it's open,
1: right? Yeah. No. So we, in in the book, I we I, I speak about this concept. We call it in, interactive diabolic activity. This is a two way street. He tells you right here, he's being very clear. What's my secret? How did I marry the woman of my dreams? How did I have a successful career in music? Asked the nude barker with his nether regions pe- pixelated. And then answering his own question, I used liquid death mountain water in my bleep. So he's telling you there is an interactive activity taking place. Right, just like in our in our liturgy, there's an interaction. Even when you when when you when the priest blesses holy water, when the part you know, the lay participants are there, there's an anton and response, right? And it's the priest the bestowing of priestly power upon it. And so we see we see this interactive diabolical activity, and there's an exchange of goods that take place. There, there when you do these sorts of diabolic things and occultic things, an exchange takes place, and now the demon has a permission is taking permissions over you and you surrender those to him and part of the satanic uh metal music in their in their concerts we've had cases of people who who came well i i've never done this i've never done that but i did date this i was living my boyfriend he was a he went to these satanic metal concerts and i went to them because i kind of like the music but in even in their 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 concerts they have elements of ver- of antiphon and response where you participate in a liturgy with them, and in that participation, that's also interactive diabolic by activity. That that is that is granting a permission. So when when Revelation twelve says that the devil stands before the throne of God, accusing the brethren day and night, that's what he's doing. He's saying, "Hey man, this dude went to one of my concerts. This dude took my cursed water and drank it, or did other things with it. He belongs to me by his own will and admission. Let me roll that tape and show you, Almighty God. Let me show you why he belongs to me." right and and that's that's the that that's the legalistic argument of the accuser which is a legal term does before before us and when we when we do these things it's interactive it's it's activity that's interactive it's paraliturgical and it actually begets what it signifies as well
0: amen heartbreak wednesday war call of jess romero dan schneider we're going to continue talking a little bit about uh uh heavy metal as it relates to the diabolical then we're going to get into exorcism teams dan's going to give us the do's and don'ts stick around Wednesday War College, Jess Romero, Dan Schneider, Dan. I'll tell you, it's it's not a coincidence that the devil uses many many of these people that are you know entertainers, especially in the music industry, because I read from I've read from Jewish rabbis that when God created everything out of nothing, and in the sixth day of creation, that the when He created the angels. That the angels were singing the entire time, day 2, day 3, day 4, as God was creating. And so it stands to reason, if, uh, if the angels sing day and night, as it says in Revelation chapter 4, verse 8 and 9, uh, that was their pivotal role in the beginning of creation. That's exactly what they were doing. Uh, it, it's, it's t- for me, it stands to reason, if Lucifer was God's masterpiece amongst the, the angels, well... Then Lucifer knows the power of music. Yeah. So this is why Lucifer has degenerated music because he knows the power it has upon the human soul, upon the yeah. emotions. And I'll give you an example of the power of music. Be- music is pivotal in all history. For, you know, if for example, in American history, you, as, as, as a retired soldier, when you hear taps... It must do oh, something to you, Dan.
1: It, when you it, when time. you hear the
0: when you hear the Irish bagpipes played at funerals, oh, uh, I've I, I, I,
1: I've I've had friends buried to the Irish bagpipes, yeah. great pilots, uh, um, and and just the mention of it, yeah. Look at the emotion it, it digs up. And any any yeah, veteran yeah,
0: have ever, that's ever lost
1: and been at a veteran's funeral, it's it's powerful. Yeah, that's the
0: that's, that's the point, that point I'm yes. making. The power yeah. of music think about t- and police funerals a lot of these guys that are in military they play taps at police funerals yeah. Th- yeah think about think about the music that's played at you know at cabarets you know to incite men's sexual passions you got prostitutes there think about the music played when a ufc fighter steps into the cage it's yeah. meant to inflame his passions towards aggression think about romantic music you were in high school yeah. your first kiss you know prom or something it, it, that's, there's some music that triggers you also uh, think about dentist office music; it calms your nerves.
1: Yeah, and, right? And,
0: and, yeah. And 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 think about the music of Holy Mother Church that we prayed really prior to 1965. Consistently, the sacred music of the church, which helps us, it helps us order our passions. It helps us contemplate. And but the point that I'm making with all of this, Dan, is is the devil knows that music can be a powerful tool to spread evil as well and unfortunately Anton Levay admits it satan himself has often used music to attack our children and rob them of their innocence
1: yeah no um i was just looking in scripture here um in genesis 4 the the descendants of cain we see we see here the descendants of cain right uh the founder of a city right so you have you have you have urban life you have Lamech took two wives, and now you have polygamy introduced to the family of God. You have uh, um, uh, Jubal and Tubal Cain, right? Jubal and Tubal Cain. If you've done any work in this ministry, you realize those are names invoked uh, during uh, Freemasonic rituals. This is the this is the ancestor of all who play the lyre and the, the pipe. So we now introduce rhythmic music right and then the instrument to boucane and so so we see we see in the fallen line of Cain. Okay, I'm not saying that music is evil because if you go to second samuel 17 when david 16 when david first samuel when david um is brought before saul who was afflicted by god god allowed him to be afflicted by a demon it said david would play, would play his harp and and the demon would flee and saul would be calm so it isn't like he just cranked up some elevator music you know it literally it says that he psalmated He's, he, he sang psalms. He, pro, this is the, he, he sang sacred music to, and this is what drove the demon out. This is why in our protocol. And I know a lot of people that because of it play Gregorian chant 24 seven in the home, because it's, you're projecting like, like, like grazing fire on a battlefield. You're projecting into the cosmos, the chant of, of monks, consecrated virgins, uh, uh, consecrated celibates into the cosmos. So the, there's power, there's power in music. And very few Catholics ever listen to to that. You know, listen to the Psalms, liturgical music. You know, we 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 think because it mentions God, it's liturgical. Music. But the demon knows the difference between that chant that is chanted by consecrated monks and that that was just sung by heaven by by nice voiced uh, choirs of laypeople. I've I've seen this in, in 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 the field. The demon knows the difference between those two types of music, just like he knows the difference between blessed and unblessed water.
0: Then also, there's another. Uh, powerful story about the power of sacred music you have Paul and Silas are locked up i think the san the, the sanhedrin magistrates threw him in prison for preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ in Acts 16 19 and following and so it says that Saul and and, and uh, Paul and Silas excuse me they began singing hymns to god praying and singing hymns to god and the prisoners were listening to them and suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately get this, all the doors were opened and everyone's fetters were unfastened. Notice in, in this verse, Acts sixteen twenty five. notice that singing and praising God moved the hand of God move the hand of God, which caused God to perform a miracle and liberated, notice the word I'm using, liberated them from their jail cell or delivered them from, from prison. Again, the power of sacred music, but again, it's a double-edged sword. And the world has, uh, you know, you can use music for powerful means like First uh, Samuel 16 and Acts 16, we just showed you. But music can also be used for great evil, because I also remember back in exodus thirty two seventeen when uh, when the Israelites were dancing before the golden calf, and Moses came and he saw them he Moses burned hot with anger, and he threw the tablets of stone and broke them at the foot of the mountain. That word in verse nineteen in exodus thirty two nineteen it says that the, the Hebrews were dancing. That word dancing, this is a Hebrew euphys- euphemism for they were involved in a sexual orgy, listening to music.
1: And so again... Yeah. Yeah. No, begin because if you want to look at what what takes place over at the Bohemian Grove, which you've so eloquently uh, discussed in the last several months, um, what takes place, these are old ancient rituals to various foreign false gods, Baal and Ashtar, these are ancient, ancient demons that they're doing rituals, and there's always involved performance art, there's performance, and there's music. Now let's go back to Acts 16, 25. Uh, uh, Acts 16, yeah, where, where it says that they sang hymns, right? They were, they were at midnight. Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God as the prisoners listened. Okay, Lord, What li- do you think they were singing, Lord, I lift your name on high? The only other place that this, that same word, they, it, actually, it said they worship God with uh, a humnon. Where we get the word hymn. The humeo is the Greek word. Uh, two other places that's used in the New Testament, it's only used four times in the, in, the, in the New Testament. Two other places at the institution of the Eucharist. And they sang a hymn and they departed. The singing of a hymn is the praising God of Him. This is the great hallel. They are singing psalms. It's the praise of God with liturgical music, ancient hymns of psalms. That's what broke the chains down. Okay, so but yeah, they, the emotions nice praise and worship, uh Hill song uh, Dan, Dan they weren't singing all they weren't singing all is welcome. They're not singing all is welcome. they're, they're not they're not they're not, here we they go. Were, they, they weren't were, singing all all are welcome. They,
0: they weren't singing Mar- Marty Hogan hymns, Marty Hogan and Dan uh, uh, Shoup uh Shoop hymns or no?
1: They weren't they, no, they weren't singing the, the 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 those uh St. Louis six Hymns gathered together. They weren't singing a la ballet. They were singing <laughs> liturgical hymns recounting God's uh, th- that were sung at a uh, Passover meal, sung in set times and seasons. These are liturgical hymns, and they and they weren't just singing them. They were worshiping God through that. Now I'm not discounting that those things that that people shouldn't listen to to Christian music, but what what we're saying is that. When we link our music with prayer, it invokes the other. It invokes God. Or as we know from you know some I think it's 96 five the, the gods of the Gentiles are demons and when you you go to an acid rock concert or you work out and you're listening to, to acid metal and you don't know that if this this group is satanic in its origin, you're entering into a different uh, alternate liturgy to a false to, to something other than the true and living God that's the danger of it and we're getting it, it it's being sold as oh it's just music who cares. Every aspect of our life, we have to discern the clean from the unclean, including clean music from unclean music, clean sex from unclean sex, clean doctrine from unclean doctrine, clean liturgy from unclean liturgy. This is the essence of Catholic discernment.
0: Dan, let me mention something about again this article. These guys are putting um, cursed water <coughs> in their uh, in their anal orifice, and uh, they're they're performing an enema. Uh,
1: how do we get water. on these topics, Jess? <laughs>
0: then (laughs) then this is our culture bro and these it's crazy i I know
1: i know i I went to i went to uh matt walsh right you know my brother in law he's a great man he he helped bring matt walsh here to to new mexico state university there were hundreds of all sorts of 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 people with different who knows uh, they were angry red hair and, and 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 spitting and wearing weird goth stuff spitting at us yelling at us right and they were booing him, and then, and then during the converse, during the talk, people stood and they gave him a standing ovation. And you know what made him get a standing ovation in today's world? This is all it takes to get a standing ovation. And Matt Walsh is a great guy. I really have never met him, but he seems like a super good guy, good Catholic. Yeah. He just stated the obvious: uh, a woman is a is a female human, right? Of childbearing age, that's a woman. A, a, a post-pubescent female woman That's uh, that's a woman What is a woman? It's got a book on it And people <laughs> cheered Because he defined What the genders are the, the, You know uh, uh, Well I forget I think it was A, a Navy uh, A Navy general I forget which one uh, Admiral I mean um, Said that the, the 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 task Of learned men In each generation Is to restate the obvious I forget who said that But the task of learned men So now our task Is to say Don't get water And don't Don't do weird stuff with it so anyway i preface what you're saying that we're just stating the obvious this is just bizarre
0: god help us uh you're listening to yeah. wednesday war college we're talking about this
1: crazy so i'm sorry to interrupt you but with that but you're getting ready to state something very obvious but go yeah, ahead no, about, we got
0: about we got about uh, 30 seconds before we go into the break we're talking about this uh heavy metal guy His names travis barker um he's uh talking he's promoting cursed water And then he's also promoting that you should, uh, people should use the cursed water as an enema. God help us. This is the diabolical disorientation. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Stick around.
1: Beverly. are we back on we are back on i just sent you i got a, 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 a ernie just texted me and said that the drummer did you see that text that uh, the drummer from um blink 182 is a follower of alistair crawley i don't know why that surprises me wow somebody well, who taps was- his body head to toe promotes doing bizarre things with with cursed water is a is a follower of alistair crawley Alistair
0: Crowley was a European Satanist. He's he's essentially the godfather of of modern day Satanism. Uh, he is. In yeah, Western he's the founder of modern
1: day Satanism. Yeah, uh, and it's, and everything about it is a direct mockery of the church. They 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 have sacraments. They have they have priests and priestesses. They have they have uh, ceremonies. It's it's complete. It's a complete diabolic inversion. Um, uh, of what
0: they do, so Dan. I want to mention one more thing before, and, and I want you to just kind of summarize this one article that you send me because it it kind of answers how we got here. But before you do, let me make a connection here, because again, this guy Travis Barker, uh, you know, putting something in 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 Earth. your orifice, anal orifice, curse water. This is weird. Again, but the the, the point that I'm making is that. Is that people in the occult are fascinated with sodomy. Let me yeah. share this
1: one. And by box. the way, I'm sorry to interrupt Jess, but it says it's not just an enema. It's enema of the state. Knows the connection between sodomy and and the church, poli- I mean, the, the sociopolitic of the people. But go ahead.
0: Ah, inter- good, good connection. Okay, so we know that the demon, uh, the demon Leviathan is a demon of homosexuality in men, but of the masculine kind. Mm-hmm. He's one of Satan's generals, according to Father Chad Ripperger. So he's mentioned in Job 41:33 this 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 demon this general. It says, quote, "Upon earth there is not there is not his like, a creature without fear. He beholds everything that is high. He is king. This is Leviathan. He is king over all the sons of pride." Ah, Leviathan is the king over all the sons of pride. Leviathan, remember, Father Ripperger says he's a demon of homosexuality in men of the masculine kind. So, knowing this, it's not a it's not a coincidence that the LGBTQ community calls their annual public gatherings Pride parades, because Le'Veon, Leviathan is the king over all the sons of pride. And remember, uh, pride is one of the seven deadly sins in Proverbs chapter six verse sixteen. I just want to make that connection, Dan. But you sent me another article that's very relevant to today's topic because it kind of lets us know how we got here. It's from Pew Research Center. It says, New Age Beliefs Common Among Both Religious and Non-Religious Americans. Dan, can you break this thing down for us?
1: Yeah, What's yeah. The so... Saying? What's it saying? Um, this is a rather relevant. Um, so it, 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 it breaks down four beliefs... Uh, uh what we, we new age beliefs which is just another way of saying pagan okay and the bible would say gentile okay so pagan beliefs and don't forget the psalm says 96:5 the, the gods and the demons are pagans it says these are reincarnation astrology psychics and the presence of spiritual energy and physical objects like mountains or trees and so what i found interesting when i when i poured over this article and ernie and i talked about this on a previous show i but i recall if i recall here's one um the The beliefs that six and ten Christians and nuns n o n e s right and then you could probably even say in today's culture nuns right some of these yeah uh, N-U-N-S, N-U-N-S. n u n s n u n s yeah twisted sisters and Judas Priest says I uh, uh, I think Tim Staples once said which is rather clever <laughs> so six and ten Christians including nuns or not those who don't believe in anything hold at least one New Age belief and so belief in spiritual energy can be located in physical things well I believe that right it's called holy water. It, it, it's it's called blessed salt oils. We use these things, but they're not talking about that. They're talking about trees and forests, sacred trees. When you, you know, when you see the pre-Christian religions in the West in particular, you have a lot of sacred trees and groves and these other things. Um, so those the, those who believe in that all U.S. adults, 42 percent believe in this. And of that of that, the largest number of, of, of the group that has the largest belief at 47 percent are Catholics. Now, how do they define themselves as Catholics? That's another issue. But it shows you, though, even if the statistics are a little skewed on non-practicing Catholics, but these are baptized people, baptized Catholic, who identify as Catholic, whether they go to church or not. 47%, that's almost half, believe in—so uh, 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 they're the largest group. They have Christians, Protestants, Evangelicals, mainline, historically by Christians, and Catholics.
0: Dan, uh, Dan which, which, which it goes to the point that Kyle always makes. He says— he says many times, the vast, the number one reason why people become diabolically afflicted or and or possessed, he says, Jess, they don't know their faith.
1: Bottom line. They, but they, they sense something. The Catholic soul is uniquely oriented to Christ through the church, through the Blessed Mother. There's a unique orientation through the rite of, of Catholic baptism. You remember in the old ritual, there were three exorcisms that took place. One outside the church, one in the north, and then one at the altar three distinct renunciations three distinct exorcisms took place and the catholic soul is open to the spiritual there's something about the soul that 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 is that that is unique to uniquely oriented and open to the other and so this is not surprising but nonetheless 47% belief in psychics 46% that's the largest group uh, belief in reincarnation they were number two to historically black uh, christian protestants uh, belief in astrology they were number two to historically black uh, not, uh, uh, Protestants. So we see the belief uh, of, of Catholics being distorted. So once you begin to invert and, and and you no longer ground your belief in the church, in the truth, in the doctrines, now that belief lingers, but it now becomes something manipulated by the diabolic. And so now... Yeah, I believe that the Catholics and say, yeah, I, be- I bet that holy water, pro- that cursed water, probably works. So it's an, it's just like in society, they the the left has progressively, incrementally, whittled away at truth and freedom. So now we see the doctrinally and and and, and orthopraxy has been whittled away with. For now, you can see by statistically the numbers are right. Yeah, we can throw out cursed water because. Forty-seven percent of Catholics believe in pagan beliefs. Anyway, we can get away with this because there won't be enough pushback.
0: Dan, and it goes to show you. I think this article it demonstrates that there's a paragraph in the in the Catechism. It says that the human person is a religious being. In yeah, other yeah.
1: Words, homo yeah, religiosus.
0: Yeah, homo. Yeah, it's in the Catechism. It quotes. Uh, it quotes the medieval theologians. Uh, where, yeah, we're homo relig- religiosio. We're religious beings. In other in other words. And if you don't find the one true God, you're going to worship something. Bob Dylan, uh, one of the lyrics in a song of his, he says, uh, you're go- "Everybody's got to worship somebody. You're either going to worship God or you're going to worship the devil. But everybody's got to worship somebody." That's Bob Dylan. It's one of his songs back in the '70s or '60s. And the point is, is that we were made. We were made. Uh, uh, we were As creatures, we were made to adore and worship our creator. That's in the Catechism 2096. It says, adoration is the first act of the virtue of religion. To, ag- to adore God is to acknowledge him as God, as the creator and savior, the Lord and master of everything that exists. Uh, and it quotes the scripture. You shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. Dan, what ends up happening if we don't, find god the one true god and worship the one true god in spirit and in truth which is in the sacred liturgy uh, we're going to worship false gods and that's what this ar- this that's what this article is demonstrating is and, and 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 Scott Hahn the way he argues it this way in his a series on on the book of revelation verse by verse he says that since man was created on the sixth day with the beast he says but only man, and not the beast, man was created for the seventh day to enter into a covenant rest with God. The beast wasn't, the beast doesn't have a rational, immortal soul. And so, Scott Hahn says, if a man does not encounter and enter into that Sabbath rest with his God in commune with his God, he will stay on the sixth day in a beast-like existence. I mean that's what right. the article's saying, Dan
1: it is yeah yeah and 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 we so we're driven to to towards God. we were made for God. remember Augustine, I searched for the in the fair forms and he describes in his in his confessions where he looked for God and other people and pleasures, et cetera. He has a child out of wedlock. This is a doctor of the church, child out of wedlock, names in Theodotus gift of god, but he but he describes in his confessions, which is basically his his conversion story. How my heart longed for Thee! I panted for Thee, right, like a lover panting for for He pants for God, and my heart was restless until it finds rest in Thee. And so, man has created spiritual. Interesting in this article, the 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 group that is that uh, the lowest group of all who don't believe in any of the New Age stuff are a group of people that that claim to be neither religious nor spiritual. Only twenty eight percent. Uh, believe in, in spiritual energy and psychic energies, that sort of thing, and believe in astrology only nineteen percent they 've completely rejected it these are your agnostic, these atheists that just reject all things supernatural. Uh, um, these are pragmatic atheists they 're the ones that have the least amount of new age beliefs, which is the opposite of the Catholic. but the Catholic, like Augustine re- reflects, longs for god it 's like a, a, a padlock with a key shaped hole. You can shove everything you want into that hole, but only the key fits. And we were made with this void that only God fits. We were created, stamped with His image, and the baptized are are conformed with His likeness. And that we're driven back to God. And if we and if we don't follow the true God and worship in spirit and in truth, we're going to end up in idolatry. We're going to end up in false religions and end up in in false worship. Which we're seeing. This is a Pew Research study. This is this is not just the opinion of a couple of crazy kooks on a Wednesday podcast. This this is the this is the fair this this is vetted data. And so they also show on this year that the women are more likely than men, which is not surprising. Uh women are more open, more spiritual uh, by nature, I think. Uh, uh their souls, you know, they're just more open and more open to the to the other, to the spiritual, the more receptive. Um, but I, I find it very fascinating, but you're absolutely right. We're replacing it's nature abhors a void, we know. Uh, the, yeah. As the saying goes. Well, I'll try I'll tell you of, what, Dan, you
0: you yeah uh, the book that you're coming out with is going to be the solution to this problem that pew just outlined especially for catholics because you're going to give catholics the answers that they've been wanting to for decades because you simplified dominion so there's two books that catholics should have on their shelves they should be cutting their teeth on Dominion by father chad ripperger and dan's uh, upcoming book which is called dan what's it called
1: the Libra Cristo Method, a field manual for spiritual combat. You can go to TAN Books and pre-order get 20% off. Uh, it walks you through 12 lessons um, of various aspects of the spiritual life, how to rebuke, re- 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 renounce, reject, how to pray. Actually, I keyed it also to the deliverance prayers for use by the laity by Father Ripperger. Oh, good I've job. With his good permission. Job. So everything is keyed together. Cool a lot of our questions we get how do I pray this how, what prayer do I do here what prayer do I do there Kyle does great a great job on the that's show that's a wrap Dan that's a wrap brother all right there we go thank you Jesse thank you end, uh
0: end of watch we'll see God next bless you yep next time